Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Juhu Roadshow podcast, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. And um, I am super excited because uh, I, I have my good buddy, Scott Micklin, on the show with me today. And Scott, um, wow, where does one begin? That's the question of That's the, the ages. question. So yes. um, I first saw Scott on television when I was in junior high and watched him all through junior high and high school, and then... Got an internship and uh, at KOBF, and we started working together. Yes, we did. So, um, so Scott was uh, the news director at the station I worked at in Farmington, New Mexico, and uh, geez, a couple of internships. Then went right. to work for you. Yeah, and then went down to Roswell, and we were peers. We were. You were news director in Roswell. You were news director in Farmington. I was news director in Roswell. Then came back to that's Farmington. That's where all the aliens are that's, hidden. And that's where Lance was born, which is also quite odd, that's if you true. remember that. I do remember that. And we'll get into some yeah. some good and maybe not so good stories about Roswell. And um, and then, uh, let's see, came back up and worked for you again. Right. Up here. Had so much fun the first time. <laughs> Had so much fun <laughs> the first time, and we're going to get into that as well. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to try to... We're gonna and tr- then you left. And then I left. Yeah. Yeah. To do something called... Filmmaking. Filmmaking. Yeah. So we're going to try to jam everything into one episode, but we might not be able to. But it's Christmas morning. Um, we're not actually recording this on Christmas morning because we actually do have other things to do. But we've right. recorded this for you so that you can listen to it on Christmas. And we hope that you're having a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is that you celebrate. Um, so let's just jump into it, man. Okay, um, sure. So, you know... The cool thing about this is about this show is that uh, it's not necessarily interview or interviewee. Okay. So we can, you know, if you got questions or oh, if I you got have, questions for you. <laughs> if there's stuff you want to throw out there, throw it out there. But I will say this: we um, number one, I've learned a, I, I learned a ton of stuff from you as a younger guy, um, and I think that uh, you know we we went through a lot of uh, like there was a lot of serious stories that we had to deal with. Definitely. And then we had a ton of fun. That's true too. Both on the air and off the air. That's true. And that's, you know, that's what this show is about is um, this particular episode. And if we do a secondary show, it, uh, just I, we've never got to just talk about when we work together. Right. All the way around. That's like true. I, I've come well, on your show like probably fi- 12 times. The or radio so. show. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Right. And so we're always talking about something topical, but we've never got to just talk about working together. No, that's true. So uh, I got a whole list of stuff to ask. <laughs> So, but, I mean, does everybody know that this was like the the satellite TV station in New Mexico? We had sh- we had short newscasts, but we had a small dedicated staff that would cover this huge geographic area with just what we called one man bands, one person bands. Yeah. Today they're called backpack journalists. Is that what they're called now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, you just go out by yourself, basically, uh, with a camera and and shoot a story and come back um, for the for the evening news and maybe come back with usually like three stories. Yeah. And so it was a lot of. A lot of work. So people are aware of what KOBF is because this is our 11th episode of this particular thing. And so uh, they, okay. they're aware of that, but haven't really gone into great detail about the dynamics of okay. the satellite station. And yeah. so and that's exactly what it was. So we're a satellite of a bigger station, KOB, which I, I, I did mention. And uh, at that point... They would like to call it a bureau, but we always thought of it more of like a mini, smaller, full TV station. Well, yeah. And I, I you know, I think that... Uh, I think that calling it a bureau is a bit demeaning because we really were a fully functional, self-contained station. Right. 
that uh, you know we had we had our own advertising department, sales department. We had our own production department. Right. We had our own newscast. Right. Sports. Um, new sports. Our own sports. Um, uh, morning and and evening. That's right. And so yeah. And that, engineering and all that. So yeah. yeah that so was, I I I think yeah I think calling it a bureau was kind of a it was a degrading term. I never did care for it. So, um, but we, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun and there was, there's a lot of turnover at a place like this. That's true. Because it's a stepping stone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you, I mean, you know, you were an intern for us and then you were looking for your first job in, mm. in television. And so, you know, we hired you, but then you were able to move on to, to Roswell, as you mentioned, and, right. and other, other things. And that's where we had a lot of young reporters that would come. And I, as the news director, was the person that kind of stuck around for the continuity, right. if you will. Um, but even I left for a while. Yeah, and you ended took up a coming back. hiatus there. And I went, did. Did you go back to Buffalo? I went back to uh, actually got a job in Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that was a trip. And, uh, <laughs> and I was able to come back. So it was, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, it's an, you know, the whole idea of television news is an interesting field for one thing. Yeah. I mean, in any market that you're listening to this in, or any country, mm. I mean, it certainly is a different animal than a lot of other professions, and it's one of those that you kind of have to have that that drive and want to do it because at stations like KOBF, the pay wasn't great, no, and the work was hard, yeah, many times. But we had a lot of fun, as you mentioned. I think my starting, I think my starting salary, well, it was hourly. I think I started at seven dollars an hour. That much? Wow. Yeah, yeah, and when I, right. yeah. When yeah. I when I left, I was making I think eleven fifty, which was the most they'd ever paid a reporter. Right. At, at the satellite station. Yeah. And it's 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 not it's not. And this very, is a few years ago, everybody. Well, yeah, so this is ninety mid nineties. Right. Yeah, but uh, well, I no, because I I left and I got hired out of college. Now this is I'm talking about out of college. I got hired out of college in ninety nine. No, right. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Um, 2000. It was 2000 because I came back just in time to do the Y2K stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. so it was 2000. There you go. But a lot of turnover and a lot of faces and yeah. names passed through here, and some of them we might talk about, some of them we might not, but it was okay. fun. It was fun. I mean, uh, overall, I think when you look back on it, it was fun. Yeah. And I was there for 17 years, for crying out loud. Yeah, which is a long time. That is a long time. Because I'm only 19 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I think 29, we might have been able to believe that one. Yeah, bit. no. Yeah. Um, but uh, when, when I came in, it seemed like it was maybe it, it was really hearty. It was really like there was a lot of energy and life at the station. Right. A lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, we, we had a, a big engineering crew, big production crew. Like, sure. Um, oh, what was that guy? Jason. I love that guy, Jason. He was right, a right, real right. big, thick guy. Remember yes, him? Yeah, yes. he was such a cool dude. Um, but man, I I came in like wide eyed and like just full of. I wanted to do something big. I right. didn't know what it was. Then I'll I'll never forget. I talked about this on one of the previous episodes, which I'm sure you've listened to. Um, the first story I went on did it, and I went uh, to an air show. Right. With uh, Kevin McDonald. Right. And um, I think you did something with him, like threw up in the Thunderbird or whatever it was. Probably, <laughs> probably. So Lance, they took they took us. Um, that was this air show, and Scott being the main guy. Usually, when you're one of the main guys, they they you're the one that they invite you to you know do stuff with them. And he went on this uh, Thunderbird. Was it right. was a yeah. Thunderbird? Right. It was a Thunderbird flight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these things that just yeah take off. So they take off right, and check this out. They take off, and as soon as they take off. They go straight up a mile. 
So it was like straight up. Yeah. And so Scott went to like Durango, Shiprock, or Durango, Cortez, Shiprock. I mean, like covered like it would be like two or three days of driving in like 35 minutes. True. Yep. And then landed in his, his photos in his office. He he was still a little green around the a little gills. Green. Yeah, a little green. <laughs> but that well, was the first like, I don't know what the G-forces were. <laughs> at, but, you know, and I think it's part of the pilot to try to get the, the media dude in the backseat to, like, you throw know, up. either throw up or turn green or pass out yeah. or whatever. Well, so, mission accomplished. Yeah, there you go. But it was fun. It was, it, But that was a fun – it was a fun trip for sure. Oh, yeah. And um, – but, yeah, to see it from the ground and to see it from the sky, it was, it was pretty cool. So w- from your perspective, because you at that point were probably, what, like early – late tw- late 20s, early 30s? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that was 20 – 2000? No, 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 no. When I first got there, when I first oh, when started first as there. an intern, it was right. 95. Okay, right. So 22 years ago. Yeah. So you're like six. Right, exactly. Wow. Yeah, just a child. It's impressive that you could get such a position at such an early age. I know, right, I know. Um, so what was it like from, but, you, from your perspective with all, you know, com- watching these young people come in and out and, and uh, you know, the turnover? And I mean, sure. I, I just name after name after name comes to mind that came in and out of that place. Right. Well, I mean, you know, for me, you know, part of me was very glad and happy when folks would get a new job and, and move on. But the other side of me was a little selfish because it's like, oh, that means more work for me when you guys leave. And <laughs> thanks a lot. You got to start over. Yeah. And train someone new because there is a learning curve. And, you know, we were getting a lot of folks um, primarily from out of town. It was hard to get a locally born and bred kind of person from the local area that, right. that wanted to do this. They would, you know, folks would usually go out of town to college and then get a job maybe in El Paso or right. or other places or Amarillo and start so there. So I'm the only dumbass that actually stayed here. You were the, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but you came, you had a lot of uh, um, already, a, a lot of knowledge of the area and the neighborhoods and, and places to go. So that gave you kind of a, a step up and yeah. you were, you were pretty good and you had a lot of energy, as you've mentioned. I mean, you yeah. hit the ground running. You were, I think the first intern that we ever put on the air. Yeah. And if and you remember, it was very, it was somewhat situational. I'd like to right. think there was a little bit of talent there, but I, I remember the tape from my first time and it, it wasn't talent. I believe there were some golf tips involved. Yeah. Well, there was golf tips and then, yeah, and then remember there was that? jail. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have to tell that, that story. The, I, yeah. I wasn't going to go there. Oh, oh no, oh. that's what that's a great thing. This is my show. Oh, yeah, okay. we can go there. You could, but yeah. Um, yeah, so you had left. I think you'd already left. No, 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 no. Because I, I got put on, and then when you left, they made it a little bit more permanent. Maybe. Yeah, because Maybe. they gave me the weekend anchor job after you left because okay. you had left, and then somebody got canned. Ah. And and they were in a bind, so they put me on the air. But so, yeah, I got yeah. to go on the air as an intern, which was super cool. So it was the golf zone. That's right. The, that golf, the zone, golf zone, everybody. So here's a quick story for you, and this will tell you. This the, was how Justin was able to get free golfing. Yeah. This well, that's basically what. Right. It, yeah. 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 Surmounted to was I just wanted free golf, so we decided to do a do a, a show a and golf in commercial show. broadcasting. The trade is everything, right? I yeah. Mean, you know. You, so we got free golf, and I would do a weekly. It was like a golf tip show. Right, and so um, with the head, the head pro uh, Chris Aaron, I think was his name, and every and it was like a three or four minute piece. Yeah, I guess a, a sports tip. Um, and so I would do this golf zone thing, and unfortunately, I I lost that show. And here, yes. here's how. So I was 21 years old, and um, in my youth, between 16 and 21, I may have accumulated some speeding tickets that I just didn't feel were necessary to be paid. 
Right. Because I didn't feel like As I was people being... feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. So and when when you feel that way, there are consequences. <laughs> well, there there are because ironically, I had gotten pulled over for speeding again. Right. And I guess apparently they'd had enough of me not paying for those tickets, and they took the same stance that you take mm. on that—that that there mm-hmm. are consequences. So, in a nutshell, I got put in jail for four days for driving on a suspended license and speeding tickets. Um, and I probably, you know, I was a bit of a cocky young man back then, and I may have said something to the judge that she didn't appreciate. That probably didn't help. Did I ever tell you that? Um, I, I don't know if I know exactly what you so said, but I, I went think to, I heard maybe that you did do this. Yeah, yeah. I went to, <laughs> I went to like five different court things and and or right. four, and I had five, okay. and the other four had all gone fine. And they said, "Look, pay your fines and yeah, you know stop you driving like an idiot." There you go. So I get to the last one. Um, I won't say the judge's name. Um, but I want to, uh, and she says, okay, you're being charged with speeding and running a stop sign and no brake lights. And I said, well, excuse me, your honor. How do you know? I don't have any brake lights if I didn't stop at the stop sign. Nice. And she goes, (laughs) she says, I don't know, Mr. Hunt, but I'll give you 90 days in jail to think about it. Zoinks. And then that's when I almost threw up in my mouth and got really sweaty and cold at the same time. Yeah. And started thinking about what people can I call to help me here. So ended up getting four days in jail for the driving on a suspended license. And this is the type of people that I work with. I get back to work. You know, first of all, they tell me I have to I can't be on the air anymore um, because of that. And they, I lose the golf zone thing. And then I come back to work after I serve my time. Right. And every computer in the newsroom, the wallpaper was my mugshot. Yeah. Thank you for that. And I know, I know that was you. <laughs> wow. If you could see the <laughs> finger pointing going on here right now. Wow. Um, well, yeah, it's actually a really good mugshot. I wish I could find it. You know, because I think right. it would go over well on social media. I now. bet it would. I bet it would. Well, and you know, and that was, yeah, that was. Unfortunate, all the way around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I hated taking you off the air because yeah. you were doing a good job. But in the in, you know in, in media and I back then, yeah. I mean, today maybe different story. I don't know, but I think um, you know back then um, it was it was tough when you have someone on the air who you promoted and then all of a sudden they're in jail and it's public record. Yeah, it was well, it, and it I was think tough for us to have to do too. That's going to be a you know that's something we're going to talk about in another show. Um, is that uh, the the credi- journalism show credibility was different it, and carried more weight back then, and so right. you know it was a discredulous move that I, I totally understood. Right, but it was and you admitted it that you were a little cocky at that age. Yeah, and so I think the whole mugshot thing was maybe trying to bring you down a peg or two and just yeah. you know make you think about what you did and yeah. you know there are consequences and, yeah, and, and, and I think you I think your attitude changed a little bit after oh, that yeah. experience. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, people calling you pudding in jail, will, <laughs> that'll do it. You, will make you uh, it'll humble you. a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But, so. Um, so I think it was a, a learning moment for all of us, but for you especially. Yeah. Well, know. at least you had some fun with it. too. Yes, we so did. That was, but we, we did. but uh, but you turned into a great journalist and, and look at you now. And well, so, thanks. Buddy. You know, I think um, whatever, you know, whatever those things that happened that helped you to kind of, you know, kind of buckle down and, and really start. Yeah. Looking and, and, and focusing on your, your career, that was a good thing. Yeah, and but there was a lot of fun things like that. Yeah. I mean that was well, that was the great part about you know, when you're in when you're in a, a an intimate little group like that and you're let's be honest, you're working your ass off every day. Yeah, there were maybe like 
maybe four to six of us at any given time at best, in the, in there the was newsroom. Six. Right. Yeah. So just to um, let everyone know. Yeah, it was it was it was small and like we were actually we were trying to accomplish a lot with minimal resources. Right. Including people and equipment and vehicles and things like that. And so um And I mean think about that everybody. We had, you know, two major newscast of about 15 minutes a piece at 6 and 10 p.m. every Monday through Friday. Then we would do four, five-minute little mini newscasts in the mornings mm-hmm. during the NBC Today show. And then in addition to covering news in, you know, parts of four states and, you know, uh, a it's huge... a big area. Yeah, a huge distance. Sometimes you travel two hours driving just to get to a story. And, and that story is going to end up being 30 seconds. Right. I mean, it's sometimes long, you know, a minute maybe, but... And then not only that, you have to add to the equation that we also many times had to drop what we were doing to try to get what KOB needed because they might hear of something and need that. The big store, the big station in Albuquerque, right? Yeah, and, that's and my favorite conversations on the phone were always when they had no clue of geography. Yeah, and would wonder why we couldn't go, you know, drive two hours get a story and come back and have it ready by the six o'clock news, even though it was already five o'clock. Right. No, yeah. I'm with you. And we dealt with that in Roswell as well. And yes. like, you know, do you even know where these places are? Like, I remember one time we got a call and they're like, um, can you, get- that was before the internet kids. Yeah. That was before the internet. You couldn't just Google it and, and see <laughs> yeah. how far away it was. Yeah. And, and you couldn't have somebody shoot it on their smartphone and send it to you. That's right. Um, they asked us why we didn't have something from truth or consequences and we're like do you realize that that's seven hours away from us and it's a it's an hour and a half away from you guys right and they didn't right. i mean just didn't have any clue yeah um but uh it did it created this really fun like you know uh camaraderie sure and for for those of us that that i mean there's a handful that that stuck it out longer than others right and and you know that that group was was super tight but we did manage to have a lot of fun um, I remember one time, maybe not so much fun at that person's expense because like the, the mugshot thing wasn't all that fun for me. Right. In hindsight, it was yeah. hilarious. Right. But I remember there was a slight redecoration of your office mm. that you were not a big fan of. Probably not. Do you remember that? Well, I think it happened a couple times, so I'm trying to remember which one you're well, talking about. Well, I'm talking about. about the one where we replaced your ceiling and, yeah. and um, we filled your little – because. Yeah. Scott was a diet Dr. Pepper addict at one particular time. Right. And we replaced all of the the diet Dr. Pepper with Paps Blue Ribbon, which is funny because he doesn't drink. That's hilarious. And we had we had like this huge parachute like banner thing that we had taken his ceiling tiles out and put that in and Yeah. Just did all kinds of to my office. Yeah. Yeah. Not happy. No, probably not. (laughs) Not happy. Because you touched my stuff. There's only a couple times (laughs) I've seen you not happy. And there was another one. Uh-oh. So, okay. So okay. let's let's explain to them. So the 6 o'clock was, um, you know, again, we're, we're covering a vast area. Right. And the 6 o'clock was us bringing in the stories from that day, and that was our big newscast. Right. Didn't you do a 5? We had a little cut in at 5. F- cut in at 5 uh, of like, what's coming know, up, right? Yeah, here's, here's what we're working on kind of a thing. Sure. So, But you're working the entire day towards that 6 o'clock. 6 right. o'clock was the big one. It was like 16-minute cut in. Yeah. Ish. Sure. Right. Um, and then, of course, you you know, the show's done at Because six. at 10, it was really more the newer the newer content at 10 was usually sports. Okay, there right, because you had games stuff. that night. Yeah. There wasn't much new stuff new at 10, right. but it was usually the focus was on Unless the there was sports. a breaking story or yeah. something. Right. Um, and so uh, the 10 o'clock, if there wasn't anything going on, the 10 o'clock was typically kind of a rehash 
a much shorter version of the six o'clock, and you're rehashing stuff, so there's not much to do in between. Right. But if folks hadn't seen the six, the ten was still exactly local news. So being yeah. in the newsroom, sometimes it got a bit boring between the six and ten. That's true. And we would have to get creative in passing that time. That's true too. And because you're waiting in case of breaking news, you know the police scanners going. And yeah, so you got to be there. You didn't want to send people home. You wanted to be ready to go in case there was a fire yeah, or an accident or, staff, or whatever. So that's ma- what you're talking about. Makes perfect sense. You got to yeah. have a staff, and you got the sports guy, and you, right. So you you know you're doing the news. The, sure. You're the anchor on the news, and then Matt Williams was the sports guy. And then yeah. of course you, uh, before I switched over to mornings, I was I would stay on right as the as the the night side reporter. You were the evening, yeah. So it was the three of us. And um, one of the things that we found to pass the time was the rubber band war. Ah, yes. Let me. <laughs> right. The the level that we took this war, this rubber band war, you know, which we basically shoot each other with rubber bands um, in a combat type setting. Yeah. These are adults, everyone. Yeah. Grown men. Yeah. Right. Grown men. Right. Um, grown men. Let me take it a step further. Grown men taking their dinner break to go to Office Max to find the best quality rubber bands and potential, well, you know, different variations of weaponry. You could buy them in bulk, so you'd have a good supply. was <laughs> another thing that was very important, right? You didn't want to run out, so you had to bring the boxes of rubber bands back to the station. And we did. We did. We did, and we tried all, all kinds, you know, the, the, the thin red ones and the fat, like, tan ones. Right, and, uh, or we'd, we'd, we'd put them together, tie them together, time together. to get longer, yeah. longer threads of rubber bands to, yeah. Actually, the level of initiative was impressive. Very creative. Yeah, I must say that's true. And 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 also the marksmanship. Oh, that, it, uh, we got quite good. Very, very good. You got quite good. I, I, we all got quite good. Yes, we all got quite good. Um, and also we got we got a lot better at um, tactics. Right. You know where right. to hide, when to jump out. Yes. Um, yes. Exactly. You know angles to shoot from if you're hiding under a desk. Right. Things like that. Yeah. So. But yeah. the one lesson I learned very quickly. Um, was that you do not shoot Scott in the face with a rubber band 10 minutes before he goes on the air because he will get upset. (laughs) Yes. Oh on my television, God, you were pissed. On television, it's yeah, all I'm fun and games. I got like a big red welt on my face, and I have to do the news in 10 minutes. Like, it's dude. all it's all fun and games until you get smacked in the face with That's a rubber right. band 10 minutes before airtime. The other um, exciting thing that you would try to do, as I recall, was we would, as you mentioned, this was on our dinner break. So we'd usually go out and grab some fast food or something, you know, and come back. Oh, my gosh, I remember. Right? You know? And, and so I would always eat at my desk, and everybody would just kind of eat around. And, you know, you'd have your burger and fries or whatever it was, and, you know, you'd have your, your pile of fries, and usually you have ketchup on the fries. So you have the, you know, so you just enjoy. Well, you would, like, lay out the foil? Yeah, you'd, you'd lay out the wrapper, the napkin, and put the fries on the, and then yeah. put your ketchup on, and, and enjoying a lovely, lovely dinner until some little ninja <laughs> rubber band warrior comes up and sticks his head up outside your office door and fires at you, hits the ketchup on the french fries and splatters all over your <laughs> dress shirt tie that will be God, worn we so creative on the evening news this is when you knew it was this is when yeah. you knew it got really serious yeah is when you would come to work with an extra set of clothes in case Kate, shit got that, bad during right. the rubber band war that's true that's when you knew we were, we were really going for it and the other thing i would like folks to just think about and visualize <laughs> is the office staff coming in the next day and sitting down at their desk and and moving like a 
maybe a pencil holder or something. <laughs> or a and piece they, of paper. And they see just piles of rubber bands that we forgot to clean up from the night before and wondering what the heck went on here yeah. Yeah, after we left at 5 o'clock You'd walk before. in the lobby, right, and there's, like, all these trophies you know, yeah. that we had won over. And, and, like, way up there, there'd be, like, a rubber band hanging off the, the corner of one of the trophies. Right. Because we either didn't see it or we forgot to grab it or we couldn't reach it. we try to clean up. We would try to, you know, cover our tracks. Yeah. 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 But right. we went we through. We weren't stupid. No. It, we got really, really <laughs> good, though. I mean, really. Like. Yeah. I forgot about the, like, the French the fry thing. Oh, or like, yeah. like, one of us would be riding. And, and you know, we were really, t- like, really, like you said, ninja-like. Yeah. And, and, and really good at, like, I remember, like, you'd peek around the corner and then. You'd get your rubber band ready. You knew where everything was now. And right. And, like, one of us would be writing, and we'd shoot the pen out of their hand, or they'd be eating, and exactly. you'd, like, whap their hand. Like, we'd wait. I remember um, Matt was eating a, a chicken nugget, and he went to take a bite and hit his finger when he was about to take a bite. I mean, we were good. Yeah, yeah. But we did go through a myriad of, of, of other forms of entertainment. Before right. we finally settled on the rubber band thing. That's true. We went through a Nerf um basketball phase yeah there was um, that. like some very serious uh and and as, as a matter of fact not long ago i had to stop by the station to uh, get something or say i can't remember what it was and 20 years later there's still three squares up, nice. up on the top where the the duct tape had held the nerf hoop the nerf, nice yeah, yeah. in the lobby right Yes, in the lobby. Yeah. 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 Um, another one that I think you, my son, would especially be proud of is there used to be these, um, like, these eggs. Like, the, I, they were, like, like the sticky stuff. Um, they were like toys, right? You could throw them. They are toys, but they had, like. Stick to the wall. So it was a little had, egg, and it had a dinosaur in it. Yeah. And like, clear, like clear-ish, gel-like. Like putty yeah. kind of right. thing. Yeah. And we got to where we would have contests to see who could, like, make it spread out the most on the glass or, you know, hit the mark. And, I mean, by the time that we got really good doing this, those those little eggs that were once clear and green and beautiful <laughs> were, like, covered in, like, hair and, and lint. lint and dust and just dirt. Gross. And, <laughs> so gross. and we didn't care. And no, then, of course, care. you know, Scott being such an athletic lefty. <laughs> Trying to throw it out. Um, another thing that we did, you know those Didn't little... did we actually crack the glass in one of the windows? Um, no, I broke the glass going into the production bay with... Or into the, the news... Or the... Um, master control. Master control with a, uh, a golf ball hockey shot. Ah. That, that got by Rob Lee Hockey and broke the glass. Okay. Um, um, do you know those little gel pads that you put underneath I your... I believe the wrist? statute of limitations has expired on all of these crimes, so we're good. Yeah, I think crimes, we're good. So yeah, we're good. Okay, yeah, okay, we're good. Okay. Damage to property is, That's I think, right. we're all right. You know the little, the little um, like, they're long, like, pads that you could put... The your, wrist guards The wrist stuff, guards right, for when you're like, typing. Yeah. So if you actually take the fabric cover off of those, guess what you have? A nice, long gel thing. And yeah. did you further know that if you begin a whipping motion and you right. keep it going, that 18-inch thing will turn into about four feet, and then you... And you whip it and you hit things with it. Or people. Or people. <laughs> also, did you further know that it can do some damage to to a person or property? Or a thing. Or yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Good times. Um, God, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was it See? was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um and, and to be clear again, this wasn't every night. This was on nights when there wasn't anything else going on for the news. Right. Between the six and ten o'clock newscast. Yeah, and we did maintain our professionalism. And when you something did. came up, 
Of course. We dropped it and we went and That's we right. and we, we we did our job. That's right. But we still had a lot of fun doing it. That's right. Um so believe it or not, we're we're done. Oh. Well, so that was fun. So um, well, we're done with this particular one. We're going to okay. do another one. But okay. what I want to I want to take these last couple of minutes to remind you guys of a couple of things. Uh, coming up this Friday on the Jew Who Road Show, Lance and I are going to get together and we're going to talk uh, about New Year's resolutions. We're going to share some resolutions that people have sent us. There's some really good ones, huh, buddy. Um, and we've got some of our own that we're going to share. We're going to talk about resolutions coming up on the Jew Who Road Show um, this Friday. Of course, you can catch that show, this show. Every other podcast we've done on Patreon, uh, not Patreon, but on iTunes, Android, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, any podcast platform, um, you can catch those. And then if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash Juhu. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash J-U-H-U. We've got some swag for you. We're going to send you um, stickers, bumper stickers, um, T-shirts, all kinds of fun stuff. And... Uh, Next Monday, when we come back next Monday, Scott and I are going to do we're going to we're going to continue this uh, ride down memory lane because there's some more stuff. And we're going to talk about some serious stories that we've done as well. But um, we're going to share some more stuff about uh, our days at KOBF and what you're doing. And you're doing radio stuff now. I am. And you've been here for how long? This is 10 years. Uh, Is it really? Yeah. Uh, At KSJE in, in Farmington, New Mexico at San Juan College. He's done a fantastic job here. You're building this place up. The community uh, supported radio station uh, licensed to San Juan College, so thanks. Yeah, yeah. and what kind of, what kind of you're playing jazz when you're playing music? Uh, we play classical. Classical, classical yeah. in the mornings and jazz in the afternoons. It's 90.9 FM, KSJE.com. You can stream it anywhere. Nice. And so, yeah, so we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about our old KOBF days, which is a ton of fun, and um, we're going to talk about some of the, the bigger stories that, that uh, we covered that you might actually know about you know if you're not from this area right we've covered some pretty big stuff so um we're going to talk about that and all that uh next monday but uh, in the meantime be sure and join us friday for uh resolutions and uh come check us out on instagram at the jew who road show so uh merry christmas everybody merry christmas Um, have a safe christmas a safe holiday and uh we'll talk to you on friday until then have an awesome day (laughs) 